0: Hey, Accounting Nation, Adrian Law here, accounting coach and mentor. And welcome to another episode of the Vancouver Accounting Experience, the podcast for accounting students and aspiring CPAs. And uh, I have been away for a while. It's been over a month, I think, since the last podcast. Um, Just really busy with year-end financial reporting. Uh, That's just one of the things that if you're in financial reporting, Like I am, you just got to deal with this this cyclical thing that's going to come up once in a while where it gets super busy and then it kind of like dies down a little bit. So uh, we filed um, last week and uh, so now I'm working on our Q1 uh, reporting. So that's out of the way (laughs) welcome to the podcast and i'm very excited to have my guest manson ing join me on the podcast Uh, manson is a senior tax manager at a local uh, public accounting firm um i won't uh, mention in where he works um he'd probably rather just keep that uh, uh anonymous but uh you know Uh, I don't think you need to know where he works. I think this podcast has a ton of value in it, a ton of value. I mean, we get into all kinds of different things, talking about uh, how to choose your career, getting into public practice, what sort of skill set it takes, how to survive public practice, um, and then a whole bunch of other stuff, you know, just... Seeking happiness And how to You know Deal with uh, Chaos And being uncomfortable And soft skills And having empathy And we talk a bit about food and London and gaming and uh, all kinds of things. But I think there are some points in that podcast um, that we'll get into that I think has a ton of value with you. If you're an aspiring CPA and accounting student and you want to get into public practice, uh, I, I think it's very valuable to listen all the way. I mean, We have a few laughs and uh, I think we get into a lot of stuff that will really help you know at least mentally think about what it is you want and why you want to get into public practice and should you get into public practice um i think there's a good food for thought here that can help you you know at least help decide what it is that you really want all right guys let's get right into the podcast welcome to the vancouver accounting experience The podcast where accountants share their stories, their careers, their experiences, and their special moments of inspiration they encountered along the way to their professional designation. And now your host, Adrian Law. How are you?
1: Not bad, man. Not bad. Um, I'm going to apologize up front with a cough. I still have a bit of a cough, but bear with me.
0: No worries. I'm a bit late. You have a bit of cough. Uh, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess the podcast has started. <laughs> mm. I used to do this big intro with like yes. podcasts and yeah, and it was very like structured, had a bunch of like questions. But yeah. um, I actually like it with just like a casual chat. I think you just kind of get into more you know diverse issues and it's just like a natural mm-hmm. conversation it probably works yeah, out, yeah. works a little bit better yeah, yeah so uh so how's things how's uh how's how's life how's the pandemic treating you
1: not bad man like uh, the pandemic is uh definitely make you think about how things work and um you know it, it personally it validated a lot of things i've always believed in as a oh yeah like, like what as, if you will like It doesn't matter where you are; you can always get your work done.
0: Yep, Um, for sure. That's one thing.
1: Tackled a lot of the status quo of what it means to be a productive employee in a workplace, you know. And I think that was cool (laughs) cool for me. I've always. I'm sure there's
0: a lot of time theft out there. There must be a lot of time theft out there.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like if anything, like. I've always felt that when you working from home was always more productive because I, I, I just have like, I'm and it's a trade-off really. I missed all the meetings I have. I miss going just the social aspect. I miss that a lot. I'm, yep. um, I, I feel like, I energize myself by being around people. So this was something I, I you know, I, okay um, I, I deeply miss, but at the same time, it's like from a productivity standpoint, you, you do get a lot more done.
0: I don't know if that was the case for me when uh, like a year ago i was like extremely inefficient i was like you know everyone thought that uh the pandemic would last a couple of weeks (coughs) and uh you know that we'd just be working from home for maybe two three weeks and then we'd be back so that was like snacking walking around getting up (laughs) yeah i have cats i have cats once in a while the cats will like jump up or this all, there's all kinds of different things. So I wasn't being very productive um, at least, mm-hmm. you know, like for three months and then kind of got the hang of it. And uh, now I'm probably doing like 50-50. Like I'll go into yeah. work if I need to do some printing, I need to print mm-hmm. some financials or something, or yeah. if, I, if I don't need cats that day, I'll go into yeah. work. But when there's like a big spike in cases or something like I'll, I'll kind of like yeah. work from home when the when the sky train's like packed yes. I, was like, oh, I, I don't know if I want to take the sky train, so yeah I'll just come back and uh so I could probably do both I could probably do both but I think you're right yeah. like it uh, gives you like a fresh perspective as to what's like possible for sure yeah. For me, it's a bit like just talking about people and their level of risk taking in their lives. I remember yeah. having this conversation with one, <laughs> you know, someone I met on like LinkedIn who, who he was asking mm-hmm. me questions about, um, you know, whether or not he should leave his stable job for another opportunity, better mm-hmm. pay, and it's a kind of position that he wants, but he's leaving that stability. And mm-hmm. I'm like in this world and age with a pandemic, there is no guarantee of stability anyway. I mean, look at the pandemic. Like, uh, you, we're lucky to have jobs, uh, <laughs> right. So you know, that the whole like the base level as to what is acceptable has like completely shifted. So you might as well just go for it and live in the yeah. moment and stop thinking like that defensively, right? Because as defensive as you want to be, you could be yeah. gone tomorrow, right? <laughs> so- It's true, life
1: is too short. So I, I yeah. 100% agree with that, um, you, know, at the, you know, and I also recognize that on the other hand, there's like the people that are like, yeah. And like, and I, I, I kind of fall into kind of that middle ground like category. I would even say myself, I'm like, I'm not that much of that. I, I'd like to take some risks, i don't i'm not like full on i guess for lack of a better term yolo swag like whatever let's (laughs) just quit my job (laughs) you know i also recognize you know you got a bill you got bills to pay you know there's mortgages rent and whatever right like yeah (laughs) so so it's like it it is confound it's exciting and confounding at the same time really it's a and it's a the the age-old question it's like what is the right decision and and from my perspective perspective, it's, there is no right decision. It's just
0: There's no right decision. Happy. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, Whatever that thing, happy. that, that theme of the right decision and the perfect career path and yeah. all that, that came up and uh, through my own experience, mm-hmm. you know, I've changed careers when I changed careers, then I went back to school. Then I went back to school. I decided to go f- for like a big four public accounting yeah. job all of that is just, I don't know if the right decision, the wrong decision, it could have been a mistake. It could not have been a mistake. But uh, I, I, like I tell people, I probably made so many mistakes. I don't make mistakes anymore. Then it's just like life. Then it's just like yeah. life unfolding. There's no right yeah. answer. There's no wrong answer. There's no like, there's no like the most efficient life. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, but yeah, I mean, you're right. Yeah, you, you kind of have to plan for, you know your finances for mortgages and things like that, but I guess''m I'm, I'm, I'm more speaking to people who you know they're happy being in one role in one organization for like five years and that becomes 10 years and 15 years and becomes 20 mm-hmm. years and if, even if you have the little like itch that you have like, oh what if I tried to go for something yeah. else? <laughs> you might as well just go for it even if it's a mistake, you can always get another job right at least at least you'll know.
1: I, 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 you know, and speaking from personal experience, I would, I would agree with that. Like, um, you know, I've definitely had my share, a fair share of, um, going through my career, right? Like I've been at, I've been in public practice, been in industry been in good industry jobs been in what i would say lack of a better term crappier industry jobs right? <laughs> yeah where you where you go in and you think it's one thing but it's really something else and you really yep. immediately know okay i made a mistake here right so right and and there's also no, and i i i really think you know for for people that are new grads and and still thinking about what they want to do and i talked to quite a fair number of them personally as kind of a few folks that kind of see like hey yeah i'm I'm an accountant which i've been in the game for a while you know what is the right path i don't want to make the wrong path i've heard this probably more times than i would like to admit like just having a a new grad telling me well i just don't want to make a mistake And 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 it's it's always an interesting comment to me because i'm like well you know have you ever watched bob ross like (laughs) see you know what i'm talking about adrian like it's like
0: you turn it into a happy cloud right the mistakes the mistakes become things just
1: happy accidents you know you know you put an extra piece of white there you got to draw a little crowd and you never know what you're gonna learn right like from it and uh and and i really do believe that like you live and you learn and and that's i think that's probably the most important thing is that that being able to kind of say even if I said, oh man, I've royally messed up by going to right. this place. What would you get There always be something you can learn from it, right? And I, I do truly believe that, like, and I, I lived it. Like I made a mistake going to a job I probably shouldn't have taken. And, you know- it happens. It it happens. happens. That happens. That happens all everybody. the time.
0: Yeah. And, uh, well, I mean, just so our listeners know, it's Manson Ng <laughs> on the podcast. Yes.
1: Yeah, uh, um, I'm not and, and your e- fault where I work.
0: <laughs> and uh, but you're you're a you're a tax manager at yeah. a public accounting firm, right? Yeah. And so these questions, so you meet a lot of like prospective, uh, I guess, associates, people looking to get in the game, right? Getting yes. when they want to get into a public accounting firm, yeah. they want to get into an audit, they want to get into tax. Yeah. So what? So what kind of conversations? So they they they're asking you about the career path. What's the perfect career path? So what else comes up?
1: I I don't it's hard like it's like obviously like you know when you work in public you work in public practice there's a certain level of like marketing that you need to kind of make sure you do right but then short of that like you know personally I just have that honest conversation with them right right Um, you know my girlfriend's also in the same similar career path as we are like um, okay she's just a couple years behind me and then we talk about this a lot and um, and it really at the end of the day is really just about Like sometimes it's not about whether it's the right path. It's what opportunities affords you down the road. Right. Yes. Like for example, like my girlfriend hates accounting, but without it, she wouldn't have had the opportunity she had going to the UK and, you know, working for some pretty cool companies. And now she doesn't even do accounting, but you really need to need accounting to, understand a business. And I think that's really important. And I I would always encourage people that are thinking about going to accounting to not think about just, not many of us actually do debits and credits after we get our designation, right? There's so many paths you can go. I have a friend who is a fraud examiner. I have a friend that do transactions. I have friends in commercial banking. They don't really do accounting anymore, but like I don't really do accounting anymore. But like, um, I do. I still do a bit because of what I do. But like, um, but like, it's not about. It's not about whether or not you like debits and credits. It's what the debits and credits get you, and I think that a lot of people lose sight of that, because. I, I, I think there's a little bit of that, like. And I think our line of our our, our profession really needs to do a better job of talking about that. Right. Okay. And focusing on like, what are those shots? I think we do try, but I think we it's, yeah, it's, it's a, uh, it's, we, we, I think that's what we need to talk about. It's,
0: I think you're, you're kind of hitting it on the nail probably be- Because, you know, like our profession does a lot of like marketing, (laughs) probably one of the most like highly visible ones out there, which Mm -hmm. is, which I think, which is, I think is great. It's, it's Mm -hmm. just, but it's, you're right. It's more than the skill of accounting. That is just one very, you know, uh, that's like one very kind of like narrow, it's a skill set. It's a skill set they have, but it's really, I always telling, I guess, perspective Accountants or aspiring CPAs yeah. that is really about like the professional that you want to be. It's yeah. it's like it's a professional with <clears throat> who has like business expertise that is really like a valued advisor for whether yeah. it's a small business, yeah. entrepreneur, large enterprise, whatever it is. You have a set of like expertise, business skill that is built on trust and and uh and so i think you become really valuable for the value that you can bring whether it's as you know a tech specialist or someone in finance and you said you may Mm -hmm. not even be in accounting like some of my i guess ex-colleagues have gone on to become you know in op they're going to like operations or business valuations or you know like all kinds of different they're becoming vp of finance They're, they're not even in accounting they're just like Leaders really. Yeah. Uh and uh, so there's all it's all about at least you do have that foundation. Um, which is why I, I quit my job and decided to be an accountant, leaving the cooking career.
1: <laughs> oh, I didn't <laughs> know you were a cook. Uh where did you where what did what kind of like cuisine did you make or like
0: uh watching? largely French and Italian cuisine here and in London. And in London.
1: Oh so okay. you you lived in London? Uh, no, I never lived in London. My girlfriend oh, never actually,
0: lived? We, she lived we, in
1: London. She lived in London for a while. Yeah.
0: Ah, okay, so she must have eaten really well.
1: Oh yeah, she. I think that was the biggest thing. Her <laughs> her back was like um, just being able to kind of like losing that ability to just be have a pub or like a restaurant at the t- at like the edge yeah. of your fingertips. It's one one little reservation away, where it's a little harder here. But- Obviously, the pandemic did not help, but um...
0: the the food is good and and it doesn't necessarily have to be like restaurants or (laughs) fine dining. (laughs) which I think they do it better, but even just produce and whether it's fish or poultry or beef or lamb or all the vegetables, it's just like a such better quality. And all of Europe is like that really. And you don't really have that here. So all that I love, but it's the, it's the cooking career. That's, that's a tough one. That's a tough, I mean, it's fun as hell when you're 25 22 like it's just like you go 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 and the the rush is really actually kind of like public practice i i don't know if you know where like when everything they comes together, hard, party, hard, man, like... party hard and the projects are beautiful and all comes yeah. together on time and within budget, everything. It's like the best feeling in the world yeah. when nothing's going right. <laughs> like, you know, the client's pissed off and like, it's yeah. gone on like long. It, <laughs> it's oh, bad, wow. but the high is high and the bad yeah. is bad. And, and it kind of like, burns people out. So the cooking yeah. career is like that. And yeah. uh, it's really a lot about, obviously, Accounting or public accounting, that's yeah. like, it's like, it's kind of like a white collar versus blue collar. It's a craft, like it's with your hands and you're, you're kind of like running around. But uh, yeah, there are, there are a lot of parallels in terms of like the, the, the kind of like, you know, I guess the flexibility, the chaos, uh, the things that can, can really, yeah, you have yeah, to yeah. wear like many different hats and you have to be a real like self-driving <laughs> someone yeah. go getter. Right. you have to have a lot of drive yeah. and public accounting is like that. Um, but I left it because, well, I got married and, you know, working weekends and holidays and New Year's and Christmases, mm-hmm. that wasn't really going to fit into, mm-hmm. I guess, the future. And the people who stick around in the industry have a ton of respect for the f- sacrifice that they make. Yeah. Uh, that's not me. I'm more of like a, a jack of all trades. I'm more like I can wear many different things and I'm never going to be mm-hmm. a master of anything. Uh, so mm-hmm. I knew I could change careers. Mm-hmm. So I, I left a cooking school when I was at. So I worked in. I worked in the U.K. I worked for like a Gordon Ramsay restaurant. Yeah. I worked for like a French pub. I came back. I became sous chef at Chin Chin Restaurant in Vancouver. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, and uh, then when I was sous chef there, I had made the most money I've ever made as a cook working that job. <laughs> it was yeah. like. $50,000 a year, the highest, like I'd ever made before well, that's that. Like was a second
1: like, year, that's a second year salary. <laughs> it you was know? like,
0: it took me 10 years to get to that because before that yeah. it was just minimum wage, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. while, while you're learning your craft and uh, I was making, yeah, $50,000 a year and plus like tips. It was like insane. And then I finally had enough money to change careers. I'm like, okay, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. So so I, so then I went back to school and uh, went to the DAP program. And my first year in the DAP program. So this is like 2009 when I changed mm-hmm. careers and went back yeah. to the DAP program. 2009, 2010, I heard about this. Oh, this the CA program, the CA program, and you can kind of, you know, you can kind of go for like this recruiting season for like the public yeah. accounting firms. I'm like, oh, and what, even what of itself, to be <laughs> out, For the record, like, that,
1: is a thing
0: that is a thing that is
1: yeah. So is when intense. I heard about it.
0: In 2009, I'm like, uh oh, it takes a lot of work, but you have to go yeah, to like yeah. the summer, summer kind of like networking things. And I need to go to like some barbecue from like KPNG oh, yes. and, and meet people at Ninhua, those kinds of things. And so I kind of had to plan it out. So I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm going to do it the next summer. <laughs> yeah. So I planned a year ahead and like I researched, you know, whatever. Back then it was a bit different. The KC yeah. form. Are you, are you CA? We, CA?
1: We are. We uh, Yeah, I wrote in 2012.
0: Okay. Yeah. So yeah. yeah so KC so, forms yeah. and all that. It was it was a bit more yeah. structured than the CA program. Yeah. And uh, but I, I was already in my 30s, right? I was already yeah. in my 30s, and I'm like, what the hell am I doing? I should just kind of like take it easy, go the CGA route, and maybe get a job right away. Yeah. It's probably yeah. because I didn't even know if I could do it. I, I knew yeah. that um, some firms would probably look at my age and probably be like, Nah, he's not gonna get it. And yeah. then some firms would probably look at me and then that it's kind of like a nice diverse background the the one thing that i always tell people that i had an unfair advantage was that i had a cooking background and i had worked in like london and like who doesn't want to talk about (laughs) who doesn't want to talk about food and cooking and that's all i did and with like you know all my interviews With like the partners is like, you know, 90% we talked about food and uh, the 10% we talked about like why I wanted to work there. <laughs> yeah.
1: So and you know what the crazy thing was like, you say that, right? Like, and, and I, 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 and I recruited around the same time. I think I, I, I recruit my first recruiting season was 2008 when I was a third year university. Okay. Yeah. And, um, and uh, yeah, I think I applied to all the firms, went to all the social events. Right. And- right. So Alberta had like a similar thing. They had to drop deadline. Everyone sends out their offers on the same. Okay. yep So it's a very similar way. Say they set it up in between BC and Alberta, which is where I'm from. And yeah, like you literally don't even like talk about like work or anything like that at the time, right? Not really. Fun. (laughs) Like it was just like joking around. You know, back in that day, we were still talking about like the 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 birth of paperless auditing you know yes um certain firms were still priding themselves in that you know we still had the thick when i've got my first laptop at work i thought it was the coolest thing it was a thick Dell laptop <laughs> it was like this
0: uh, ah yeah, yeah yeah All right. Um, and they probably and, yeah all kinds of like different you didn't even really have software for for auditing <laughs> or anything like that like documentation yeah. or whatever it is it was probably it was like you know uh it was unbelievable so that's pretty it's uh yeah it's amazing how far it's come since those days
1: yeah i Um, I legitimately think if i was a student now i probably could not get a job in both practice because of how competitive it is now like you know you gotta be well-rounded now you gotta do all these case studies you gotta be able to like like i was not a studious student in school right so yeah like and like, um, you know, my grades weren't that high. I was like, a, I, I, I think I finished university at like a flat 3.0, right? Like, I don't think there is was a, I, I would not have a chance now, which speaks to just how competitive it is. Well,
0: Tom, because I, day. yeah, so I probably out of the recruiting game, even though I still do give yeah. advice to people who ask yeah. me. And my advice is always, You know, there's grades in school which you need Mm -hmm. to get in order to get your foot through to like the Mm -hmm. CPA program. But -hmm. those grades are not going to help you in your future CPA career, really. Like, you could take someone off the streets and teach them the kind of skills of like accounting, Mm -hmm. but it's really, I'm always telling people to like, you know, develop their other skills, whether it's interpersonal skills or learning about a bit of like, emotional intelligence and how to speak to people and even yeah. be be like you know just someone who's easy to approach adaptable can work yeah. with people <laughs> you can work on stress those kinds of things i find are more helpful at least in the early years <laughs> uh, of, of public practice
1: oh 100 i i cannot agree more i think um resiliency is it's one thing i noticed that you know yeah i think not so much to think oh you need to have thick skin it's, I think it's the, like, it goes back to kind of what we were talking about before, right? Right. Just being able to be comfortable being uncomfortable making mistakes. Yeah, yeah, for you know, sure. We, right, and I think it's, uh, and, and I think the resiliency will come when you recognize that it's okay making mistakes. I think, I think, I think, I think, I think students nowadays just have so much pressure being perfect and getting the best grade you can be. Right. <laughs> And, and and this is not meant to be a commentary on parenting techniques and whatnot, right? Like, um, I think parents, some a lot of students put a lot of those pressures on themselves, and you know, I think our society generally expects us to be perfect all the time. And there's just like, you know, it's a, it's a tough it's tough. It's a, you put a lot of, a lot of people put a lot of pressure on themselves, and you know, I put a lot of pressure on myself a lot of times to be the best I can be. But at the same time, you just have to kind of be okay with recognizing that you're far from perfect and you're not going to know everything and yeah that's okay um and that would be my best advice for them right just be okay making mistakes it's not about it's not about making mistakes it's just learning from it and you know showing that growth mm-hmm. that's what people want to see i totally yeah. get what
0: I agree. I totally agree. It's almost, you want to make mistakes so that, you know, and that's the same with the careers. Try, try whatever, try being a, try being what a graphic designer, be a YouTuber or get into law school, whatever it is. And then find out what works, what doesn't work. What do you like? What you don't like? At least that gives you some idea. And even if you spend 10 years in the wrong career, Hey, you can still change. And, um, most kids will still probably be younger than me when I change career. So there you go. You're already, you're already way ahead.
1: (laughs) And it's going to be one of those things. You just got to be yourself. Like, I think it's, that is so important is don't just unapologetically be yourself, you know, caveating that if being yourself means you're going to be a jerk to everyone you're around, then maybe tone that down, you know, um, And learning that self-awareness, I think is also something else. And that goes to your comment about EQ Mm. and emotional intelligence, right? Yeah. You know, our jobs are fresh, you know, your first few years will be stressful. If you decide that, if you, if you're a weirdo like me and decide you keep going back to public practice, like I did, like you're gonna, you're gonna, (laughs) you're going to, you are going to have to deal with a lot of difficult situations where it's difficult, you know, performance discussions where it's a difficult conversation with your client because you made a mistake or that like a deadline got missed or a difficult conversation with your partner um with the partners at the firm about certain things right like there's Mm -hmm. a lot of these situations Mm you're going to run into and you got to be able to have to be able to work on all of those social skills whether it's empathy active listening skills you know Mm -hmm. and it's it's like working on being in a relationship with your partner, really. Oh, like for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Skills are yeah, big key time. in your career. Um, and listening to your clients is going to be more important because the last thing you want to do is sell them something they don't need as a business advisor. Well, that's
0: the thing too. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that you bring up a really good point is that those mm-hmm. kinds of difficult questions or in conversation they're going to come up all the time you probably deal with it like on a daily basis and uh that goes back to i think it's important for new associates or students to not be afraid making mistakes because yeah. if you do make mistakes and you can own them and and learn from them as you said you become more confident about yourself rather than the opposite which is Fearing the mistakes, trying to like hide and suppress the mistakes, yeah. making stuff I'm being really insecure about everything because if not, because I'm sure in a pub, you can, you can probably, you know, let me know if you agree in the public accounting for those kinds of insecurities that you probably do see, you get totally exposed by them. By people who are like in, insecure, and they want they made a mistake, but they don't want the partner to know. So like, I'll blame it on some new. So that's not going to help you. Like, you, you're really just going to like burn out.
1: <laughs> and I think that's what like, and I think it's really important too as a manager to be able to like own that and take those wins and losses as a team together, yeah. right? And I think, I think, I think I try my best to do that, you know. And that's not to say I don't give tough love to my people, and sometimes tough love is warranted, but um yeah that's not always there's a time and place for that and it can't be the only thing you do
0: yeah yeah Um, well that's yeah i I always tell people (laughs) that if you approach your work not fearing the mistakes, but yeah. you, for you did your best, you did your research, you yeah. communicated what you did. Mm-hmm. It's like, I know, I didn't know the answer, but I did some research. Here's what I think. And, uh, you know, you, I guess you let me know whether it's um, on yeah. the right path. At, at least you communicated it. You identified the problem. You did some research. You showed that you took yeah. initiative, whatever comes, I'm okay with it. You know, once you yeah. did your best. Yeah. Right. I, I think that's a, you know, uh, but whereas if you're if you're insecure it's like oh i i have to get everything right if i didn't know i'll just like fake it till i make it <laughs> yeah
1: like, and, and then <laughs> people people see through that bs very quickly like, like i'll yeah. be honest with you like it's a you know i i've seen a fair share of my days and even in, when i was earlier in my career i was like that you know sometimes you just go you just have that pride that like i can't show weakness yeah when and that takes time to like develop over the years man like and you know now yeah. i'm like I, I will i will straight up tell the client i'm like sometimes i don't know the answer yeah i'll be like you know what i actually don't know the answer to this but let me look into this and i'll get back to you and there's no shame in that and there's no um yeah if you, it, you know it doesn't show that you're incompetent and i think that's the biggest part and that's the biggest advice i could give people to to survive, you know, and have a prolonged career in public practice, if you will, right, you know, is to, 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 to let that stigma, the fear of that stigma go. Is to- Yeah,
0: because if you told a client, you know, I don't know the answer, but give me a day, I'll do some research, I'll talk to the partner, I'll get back with you to with yeah. some options, that is perfectly good client value, right, really?
1: Yeah, yeah 100%. And like, um, yeah. and I don't think most reasonable clients will will fault you for not knowing something right um and if they do that's really unfortunate and you know i'm sorry to hear that that's the circumstances you're you're against right and um and not to say those clients don't exist like trust me they do um and uh you just got to be extra careful and you know and sometimes you're going to butt heads with clients and you're not you and that's the other thing too right you also got to realize you're never going to get along with everyone you're going to run into a situation where you're in a team where you don't get along with anybody and -hmm. you're going to run into a client you just you guys can't get along right and that's okay that that will be the real test of your ability to kind of stay professional and work together despite not gelling personality wise i think yeah (laughs) and it is difficult it can be you know and um uh, and it can't get like it can get it can get tough sometimes and um just forget sure it not can wear you
0: down right you can really yeah it uh, yeah it'll it'll 100% be
1: a hundred percent it will get tough and it's not not because we're perfect it's because we're only human and and i think yep i think i think our our, our industry really could use a dose of that compassion you know and uh yeah yeah. The only thing I can do is, you know, do my part and show that compassion to the people I work. With,
0: Interesting. Right? Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this conversation is really me uh, making me nostalgic about public practice.
1: <laughs> or oh, are you making a comeback? Like, yeah, what's going on?
0: So, one uh, of the things you talked about at the very beginning was like the social aspect, and yeah. I enjoyed that too—the social aspect. So, yeah. what have you guys been doing? Have, have you guys been like adapting? Like, what are have there been like I don't know virtual whatever yeah, that you guys have been
1: virtual ones? Um, it hasn't really been given that like the kind of cases we're, we're in right now, right? It's, I think that's the most we can do um right i've generally stayed away from the office just because i live so far from downtown so it's like and i just like i just have a very over like (laughs) i think we were talking about this a couple times that we were we spoke over the phone right um you know being the nerd that i am and you know i've built a pretty good setup here that yeah, I'm very comfortable with using and like I'd rather use this than the one I have at my office. Right? <laughs> like, like, like I'm not gonna. It's just like the gear. Just like, uh, like I, I have it I've been nerdy. I'm a nerd, and I have expectations. So this is your, this
0: is too. your, I guess, workspace and and like uh, extra workspace as well, right? This is your, oh, this yeah. is your setup.
1: So this is my setup. Um, it's, uh, so I, I can switch between my my personal computer and my laptop just by touching a few buttons. I just have to switch sources on the monitors and and I have a keyboard. But like, um, oh, what, what's
0: so, your setup? Do you have a KMV switch? A KVM switch?
1: Um, it's just a U. It's just a USB switch. So it has a USB four switch. USB ports. I pluck a couple of things that I like switching between devices on. Okay. That's it. So it keeps it simple. Um, I I have, I run the display port cables to my personal computer because I want to make sure FreeSync works on my gaming rig. And then I run two HDMI cables to my, the laptop port, like the dock. Okay. Right. So then I just kind of switch between the two, but like,
0: okay. Uh, yeah. And it's then, so uh, there's no one in the office right now. Really? Does anyone even use? I
1: think there are people in the office, like similar to you um and i think there's a lot of people that are like in the office that like just wants a break from working at home or they Mm. didn't they didn't um i think a few of the people that i know that do go to the office like they just don't have a setup like good okay
0: let's see well it must be really tough to be a new associate to go through an entire recruit virtually (laughs) get hired
1: i i would imagine so like i wasn't really involved with recruiting and i haven't been in a while now but like um like like imagine if you're a new start right like our new when we started right we had like new start parties yeah all these yeah. social events you know yeah we had, we had training, yeah yeah <laughs> Go for lunch all together. the different
0: lunches and the pub nights yeah. and the mm-hmm. you know audit one or two and everyone's together in their little pods mm-hmm. now it must be oh first day on the job i'm i'm at home
1: <laughs> exactly right like um and uh, you know, and and I'm a, I'm a bit of a I'm a bit of a geezer when it comes at at, at, at my at my <laughs> vintage now. So I don't get to talk to the new starts all that much. Oh, okay, because I just don't work directly in front with them all that much anymore. And, and not that I don't want to, I, I just just don't have that opportunity to, right? All, yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, like I, I would imagine it'd be super tough and like, we <laughs> go to your first busy season, just being at home.
0: Like imagine yeah, working,
1: yeah. imagine like, you know, our hours can get pretty bad. Like if you're an audit, like your hours can be like anywhere between 10 to 15, sometimes more.
0: Sometimes more, 16, 17, and like, 18.
1: Yeah, like you don't even get to like go for dinner and go get dinner with your team or like, like, i I would only imagine it must be really tough from like a loneliness standpoint right and you're just sitting yeah and you're sitting there at least they don't a lot of them don't have to vouch anymore from what i understand right Right? so they just Uh... send it all to the, the subcontractors and whatnot right it depending on which firm you work at but like um but yeah like it's like That's
0: true. That's true. That's, that's one the I remember one of the things that got me through busy season working at whatever 1am is that you knew you were suffering together. And then, you know, that kind of like made it a little bit better. I remember just kind of like, having like a team giggle for some reason yeah. at like 1am and you don't even know why you're laughing because you've been so tired and working all these hours, but yeah. you kind of knew that you were suffering so much suffering that it was funny. <laughs> and oh, that made yeah. that, that kind of got you through busy season. Yeah. And, uh, the I can see jokes I, that you have
1: with your team. Right? Yeah.
0: I mean. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, that, it must be really tough as must It must be yeah. like brutal. Um, yeah. but and,
1: uh- it's, uh, I don't envy it, but like, um, you know, I really hope, you know, it's hopefully every, as many people get uh, get vaccinated and as more people kind yeah. of build, we, we build that herd, we can do that again, right? And go out for, for, um, for a drink or two together. And I think, I think that's really important. Um, yeah, yeah. I do, I do dearly miss that. Like, I don't think in my lifetime I would ever be working from home every day.
0: For the yep. past since
1: pretty, since pretty much last March, right? So, um, this would be the new normal for me. So, yeah, kind of crazy.
0: Yeah. So, uh, you're a gamer. What do you play?
1: Uh, I I play mostly Apex Legends right now. Um, I I'm not okay. playing a lot of RTS and like, MOBAs. So like your Dota 2, um, Starcraft. Oh 2, yeah. Starcraft 1, World of
0: Warcraft or anything in it?
1: No, I, I couldn't get into it because when I when it first came out I was a poor high school student and it was too cheap to pay 10 bucks a month <laughs> so all of my friends played it uh, and then, then when I was in university I was still poor as hell and couldn't afford much so so didn't play any of that so whatever game that was free that I still had I played that. All right, um, but yeah, uh, uh, I did get into a little bit of MMOs here, here and there, um, but mostly now it's just uh, it's really as sad as it sounds. It's uh, most of my friends have kids now, right? So right, um, it's just our way to catch up with each other once the kids go to bed, and we kind of hop <laughs> on and play. Yeah, video no, games that's together. that's perfectly
0: good. If I was born twenty years later, like in this kind of, I would have tried to instead of going for a professional job I would have tried to be like a, like a a, like streamer, a twitch streamer yeah, like, I would have been like a twitch streamer. Content sure.
1: creator you know like, <sighs> yeah
0: I would have been that's what I would have tried to be <laughs> I, I <laughs> if there was like, like a if like Diablo streaming back in the day that's what I would oh, have done
1: you would go for that bastard sort every time right like <laughs> speed it runs. Would have, yeah
0: I'm, I, I'm, I kind of got into that yeah it was yeah. I'm probably the early like it was like Diablo Diablo 2 yeah probably like some like doom and that kind of thing but i guess the modern version of the diablo is like path of exile that kind of thing so i guess that's the. so that's probably if i'm playing i'll be playing something like that which is i think it's it's just like it's probably worth gaming at least in that kind of like action probably action uh i guess it's yeah it's not even really uh a moa or anything like that. It's probably action strategy or whatever it's called.
1: Yeah, it's uh it's a learning patterns and yeah. understanding the game's algorithms right and then yeah. the rest of us is <clears throat> waiting for RNG to do its thing so
0: exactly but it's all it's all new content all the time yeah. it's a free it's a free platform yeah. right it's it's like so it's uh, it's pretty cool it's pretty cool yeah. um all right well final advice I guess for students that are just i get this one all the time it's like it's my dream to get into public practice uh i have to be in a big it's always like the big four it's always like the big four it's like i need to get in public practice and i'm targeting the big four (laughs) i get these like questions all the time and i'm like okay if you really i'm like if you said big four tell me what you've done to like prepare and it's always like, oh well, I was just gonna like submit my application and then that's it. And <laughs> like you haven't really put in you have enough work. First of all, like, you know, you gotta be like you said, well-rounded, well spoken, and you need, like yeah. good grades and like you've kind of like got to do yeah. a bunch of like research, like the yeah. firms and then really be you need to be like kind of like the 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 I guess the top tier, right? Yeah. Um, so I'm like keep your keep your I guess your targets a bit more like reasoning. You know, there's nothing wrong with applying to different ones or even just speaking to people. Reach out to someone yeah. on like LinkedIn. And, or the best one I tell them is like, you know, do like an informational interview. Pick like your target firm, your dream firm. Reach out to someone on like LinkedIn. Have a 15 minute informational interview with them. Do yeah. that and that will be a good stepping step to see like confidence level, courage, organization. Mm-hmm. It's like It's kind of like a good test. To see if you're up to, you know, do you have the chops to get into a big four?
1: Yeah, and I, I think I think for the most part, like I think everyone is got the chops for it. Uh, I think it's the, the being able to kind of throw yourself out there. I think that's what firms want to see. You know, it's yeah. hard to kind of walk into a room full of strangers and just be able to find, just be yourself and just introduce yourself and talk. Yep um you know i I would say i'm pretty outgoing myself but even when i was going through recruiting many moons ago actually around the same time you did right and yeah it was rad. it was nerve-wracking it is and you just gotta be comfortable being uncomfortable i think that was one thing yeah Um, and the second thing is you know you know, if you, if you're really curious about where I've worked, you can go ahead and add me on LinkedIn or something for those of you who are listening. Um, you, you go into my LinkedIn, you'll see exactly where I've worked. You know, I've worked at a number of places, um, big four, non-big four, I've been in the industry. So, um, um, you know, I think, I think at the end of the day, you know, similar to kind of how Adrian came up, yourself adrian like you came and arrived at the decision that you made a lifestyle choice at some point in your career to set like you know i want to start a family um think about what makes you happy mm-hmm. think about what works for your new life like and and that will kind of help your decision as you've got kind of to grow in your career right because right there's going to become there's going to come time where certain things take precedent and you know we could probably have a whole other episode about talking about how to set boundaries at work. And that's a whole conversation all on its own, but right. 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 You gotta be able to figure out what's most important to you and what makes you happy. Yeah. And it may not mean that working there's going to make you happy. Right. Like you might, you might think that now, but like really dig deep and think about like, what is it that you actually want out of your life that makes you happy? Right. And, as you kind of grow and as you kind of develop your career, you got to real, because, you know, you're not just building your career. There's more to you than your career. And, um, and, you know, and don't, I I really genuinely believe that. And, you know, I might get in trouble for saying this, like, don't let anyone tell you otherwise. You are so much more than your career. So think about that and just be, just, just think about what makes you happy first forget don't worry about which firm is the best firm to work at, right? <laughs> you'll figure out i think out, that's very good advice yeah yeah like you, you will figure out which firm is your fit just by the people you surround yourself with that you feel at home and yeah. and, and no matter where you go you're going to make I, I guarantee you you're going to make some lifelong friends along the way and yeah. and that's that's the more important things i've gotten out of my work experience isn't so much all the thing isn't like all the things I've learned are very valuable to me and made me a market more marketable accounting professional. But right. more important to me, though, is actually the relationships I built. Not the ones that got could get me a job. Not the ones that could, like... Refer me here or get me work, you know, give, give me, refer me to these clients. While those are financially valuable to me and very beneficial for my career. If I'm a business standpoint, it's about my friends that I have, the ones that I can actually go for a drink with, you know, no matter where I go, we will meet up with each other. Those, those relationships I've built over the years are real and very meaningful. And, and, you know, as long as you focus on what's important, which is your happiness, Yes. I think whatever decision you arrive at, whether it is you want to join this firm, you end up making manager, you make senior manager, you make partner. you know if those things are make you happy, great, right? And as a lot of people will realize that may not be what makes them happy. and that's okay. and I think just just all that to say, I think what Adrian and I are both probably saying in 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 our own ways too is. YOLO, man, like, (laughs) I think you're using a public accounting firm as a stepping stone
0: and then get out of there ASAP. There's nothing wrong with that Uh, to build that. Yeah, I think that's, uh, you know, no, no one's expecting everyone to, like, make partner or anything like that. But I think I like it that you're making happiness, the North Star, at least for at least yeah. thinking about it, which I think is very is very important, very valid. Very, I think yeah. that's great advice. It's great advice.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and if maybe uh, I might be too idealistic, but I don't
0: know. Like I said, if, if this was like I, if I were you know born twenty years later or something, I would have probably told my parents like screw off. I'm going to be a Twitch streamer.
1: <laughs> yeah. Look at the ten thousand subs I got, mom and dad. You know, I would. Uh, I, my parents are very traditionally Chinese, immigrants. so
0: there is there because there, there is we're... the kind of like the personal <laughs> what the personal wants and the duty yeah. to your family. There, there is that reality, right?
1: The cultural yeah. the cultural <laughs> conundrum is always there for, yeah, you, for, right.
0: for me, you know. And uh, it's uh, yeah, there is some prestige to be like a professional, and so that someone's parents can tell their friends that, oh, my son is going to university to be this, 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 this. And not to be some like YouTuber or something like that. Right? So until, but, uh... until you bring
1: home the contract with the exclusive streaming contract with Twitch for twenty million. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. And then they'll be like, and your mom will be like, okay, cool. When are you buying me the Chanel bag? You know.
0: Yeah, yeah. So not there's, to there's my that. my mom's like that. Not, my
1: mom is not like that. She is far yeah. from that.
0: No, I think that's uh, that's very good advice. As to that problem, I'll let, I guess, each of our listeners sort that out, whether or not they want to tell the parents to, you know, I'm going to live my life or uh, maybe do it that at a, at a later time. But
1: I, I, yeah. yeah, and don't <laughs> have that conversation. It's okay to have that conversation. Just don't make, you know, just maybe, you know, be strategic about it because it's, yeah. it, it is a conversation. And I think whether your parents, what they want for you, you know, as long as you have that honest conversation with them, yep um, yeah even like when i decided to move out to vancouver that was a conversation i had to have with my parents right like right i don't think, I don't think at any point in time they envisioned they ever imagined i would just say hey guys i i, I found a job in vancouver i'm moving and i i moved in three weeks
0: uh uh-huh. oh your parents
1: right. are still in alberta yeah <laughs> yeah so my sister's still oh, there okay All right. wow <laughs> right? so and also having an older sibling that's also a ca so so she's a couple years Mm. ahead of me
0: Mm. that's Um, yeah
1: right so they were like what are you what are you doing in in vancouver like why do you want to move out there don't you just want to like you know you know the the, the, like right like and you just gotta have that conversation with them yeah yeah very very good open-minded like that so just have a yeah, Never very asked.
0: good advice. I love it. And Thank just you. to bring back a point that you had earlier, you offered, I guess, people, my listeners, Vancouver Accounting Nation, to reach out to you on LinkedIn. Sure, uh, yeah, that's something I they would. can do. You're not. You, I think that's really great because a lot of people take that for granted. Because I do have a lot of guests that say, "Reach out to me on LinkedIn, partners and managers." And I, I'm curious to know how many people actually follow up on that because that is a valuable resource to have that in with someone yeah. that, that yeah. they can reach out. So please go ahead. Uh, you let me know if your, you know, your LinkedIn profile is now being hammered with DMS. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I, I,
1: I will caveat that these, like, you know, I, I was trying to caveat that, like these, th- what we talked about tonight is my own opinion on things. Um, yes, you uh, you know, and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to caveat that this does not represent anything what that my employer has in terms of like yes. their opinions.
0: On of it. course, this so, is Manson's so, own personal opinions. He's not giving, yeah, he's not representing anything with his yeah. firm. Uh, so, so, you know, so
1: take it with the grain of salt. I, and exactly. if, you, if you think my, my opinion, uh, my, my whatever advice I decided to give tonight is complete BS. That is completely okay. And if you want to slide me, slide into my DMS on IG and, <laughs> and, and tell me that, I'm totally okay to have that conversation. Okay, so, all right. No, I, I welcome it. Um, and uh, you know, I I am very glad that you invited me to come on this. No, um, no
0: problem. Is there anything you'd like uh, to plug? Any personal projects or charities or your Twitch stream? You let people know what what are good. you up to.
1: Um, honestly, like right now, like yeah, I, I do I do do a little bit of Twitch streaming. It's uh, if you'd like to see a bunch of old old mid-30s uh, middle-aged dudes play a bunch of video <laughs> games and yell at each other? Yeah, come on by. Um, okay, what's your handle? What's your handle?
0: Well, where can people find uh, you on Twitch?
1: Uh, it's yeah, it's twitch.tv slash n. So E-M-N-D-O-T-E-N-N. Um, you'll probably see my um, Instagram handle as well. Um, you know, it's a personal thing I like to do. Oh, so uh, start, what
0: was your handle again? Like, hit that at me one
1: time? E-N-N. It's literally just my initials if you, if you, if you spell it out with a dot in the middle, it's uh there's a, there's a little bit of history behind why that is. All my friends actually have it. Oh yeah. E-M-N-D-O-T-E-M-N. Uh, E-M-M. So M dot N. So D-O-T for the dot and then E-N-N. So it's uh you'll see my channel. Um, you know it's an 18 plus stream i swear quite a bit when i'm playing so <laughs> um so if you if you have uh sensitive ears i probably refrain from going visiting um but yeah no it's just fun like it's not i don't ever anticipate to make money off of it um
0: oh no yeah like it's,
1: it's just, like a great yeah. way to like it's funny just 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 the ability to like have dumbass funny moments with my friends yeah and be yeah. able to record it sit put into a clip and be like hey remember that time that like i did something stupid or you did something really <laughs> stupid in the game? and now yeah. just like bring it up and um yeah it's a lot of times just us talking about random things it's a it's a fun time
0: no it's entertaining it's entertaining it's it's surprising it's surprising i guess in human culture how entertaining it is to like watch like people like game and I, there's still i guess a huge amount of like the public that doesn't get watching other people <laughs> gaming but uh yeah. it's like it's entertaining for sure yeah. it's just like um, yeah it, it so is. uh yeah so well thanks for joining me taking the time and uh you know sharing sharing your advice and uh, it's great to talk to you should do this no. again
1: that was, that was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun doing this. So, uh, happy. I would love to be back. Um, we can talk about anything else. Like
0: Maybe the pandemic about... will be over and then we'll go grab a beer or something. One day.
1: Yeah, no, hundred percent. I'd be, I, I, I'd love that. I think um, if we're, <laughs> if we're, we could probably meet somewhere in the middle somewhere. So.
0: Yeah. 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 Sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Manson. I really appreciate it. And, uh, well, uh, I guess we'll we'll sign off. I I got to edit this, and then I'm going to add a little uh, uh, ending to the podcast. I'm kind of like out of it. I'm still. <laughs> I had a heavy dinner.
1: <laughs> oh, for sure.
0: Sorry, I I had some like you know those like Singaporean char kway uh, Oh yes. And, and it's like it's so good, but it kind of like sits. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah, um, it, uh, it definitely sits. I had uh, what did I have for dinner tonight? Taiwanese noodle soup, beef noodle. Oh, soup okay, so that's a bit lighter. So. That's a bit that's that's a bit yeah. lighter, I guess. Yeah, not as not as like compact <laughs> carb heavy as a chocolate though. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway,
0: so this is well, I guess this is uh, Adrian Law signing off, and uh, thank you to my guests once again, uh, Man Sung Eng, and uh, yeah, we'll talk to we'll talk soon.
1: oh glad to be here. Thank you for uh, inviting me again.
0: Okay. Ciao
1: for
0: now. Cool. Yeah, see Take you. care. Bye. That's it for the podcast, everyone. I hope you enjoyed it. It was a long podcast, um, but we just kept on talking about all kinds of different things. Um, and uh like I mentioned at the very end, I was a bit out of it. I had a big meal. I couldn't think properly. Um, usually, I do have a set intro and ending. <laughs> but uh, if you have any questions, if you have any comments, please feel free to reach out to me. It's adrian at adrian-law.ca or reach out to me, DM me on LinkedIn. And uh, that one piece of advice that I mentioned to reaching out to people on LinkedIn, please, if you're a student, on aspiring CPA, try and do it try and just see if you can you know have the courage have the organization to run an informational interview or reach out to someone on LinkedIn who works for a firm that you know you're just dying to get into and have a 10-minute conversation with them and see what happens and I can guarantee you even if you know they reject it and said no I'm not interested at least you'll find out a little bit about yourself um, and you'll just better next time and someone will say yes and then you'll have a great chat and it'll be an awesome experience so you can only learn from your mistakes as we mentioned on the podcast all right everyone I'd like to thank my guest Manson Ng for joining me I really appreciate it and I really appreciate him taking the time and I thank all of you accounting nation for taking the time and listening on the podcast and we'll see you next time bye everyone thank you for listening and if you enjoyed this episode please take a moment to follow rate and share the podcast Tune in next time when your host, Adrian Law, delves into the wonderful world of Vancouver accounting experience.